tomorrow. Take care. See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is the financial secretary says Hong Kong's deficit could swell well above a quarter of a trillion dollars this year. The health chief urges Hong Kong people not to leave town during the crisis. And there's a message of hope from Pope Francis as Christians celebrate Easter in lockdown. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, says this year's budget deficit may climb even higher than expected as the projections fail to take into account the effects of COVID-19 and the recession on tax revenue and land sales. Mr. Chan had predicted a record $139 billion shortfall in his budget in February. The administration said that a $137 billion relief package announced this week to secure jobs and keep businesses afloat during the coronavirus pandemic would double the size of the likely deficit. But speaking after a radio program, Mr. Chan said that was probably an underestimate. Considering that during economic recession, tax collections and revenue from land sale would inevitably come down, we are of the view that it would be quite possible for the budget, uh, for the deficit for this year to exceed 280 billion. Mr. Chana said the government is also looking at how to address concerns that businesses will exploit a new wage subsidy scheme by cutting wages or asking workers to take unpaid leave after claiming the money. Under the scheme, the government will pay half the workers' salaries up to a maximum of $9,000 per month for six months. He said the Welfare Secretary and the Policy Innovation Unit were looking at the details of the scheme. They are looking into the implementation details at the moment. This will be duly considered. In designing the scheme, one of the features is transparency. So uh, which company have applied for such subsidy will be published. And with improved uh, transparency, hopefully there would be uh, more accountability and also uh, would be opportunities for the aggrieved employees uh, to raise their concerns. Meanwhile, Mr. Chan says he believes the government will start accepting applications for a $10,000 per person cash handout in June, with the first recipients getting the money in July. The handout for all adult permanent residents was announced in his budget. He said the government had been preparing the internal logistics of the scheme and working with banks on setting up computer systems. The health secretary, Sophia Chan, has urged Hong Kong people not to leave the SAR unless it's absolutely essential as the coronavirus pandemic spreads. Jimmy Choi has more. Professor Chan made the remarks after being asked about reports that the travel agency had already begun planning tours to the mainland for next month. She said many parts of the mainland were still implementing quarantine arrangements and pointed out that Hong Kong had a red travel warning in place for every country in the world. She said everyone arriving in the SAR would soon have to undergo tests at the Asia World Expo Convention Center near the airport and wait there until the results are through. Even if they test negative, they'll have to spend two weeks in quarantine at home. The tests were introduced for people arriving from Britain on Thursday and will be extended to everyone coming from Europe and the United States tomorrow. Professor Chen urged people to maintain social distancing and not drop their guard against the virus. Democratic Party lawmaker Lam Jok Ting says the public mustn't forget about what he described as police brutality and abuse of power while the SAR battles the coronavirus pandemic. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong program, Mr. Lam said he was also concerned that regulations on social distancing gave the police more powers that could also be abused. He again called for an independent commission of inquiry to look into the last year's anti-government protests.
I urge you all not to divert your attention from police brutality and police abuse of power. We need to speak up in the face of injustice and turn things around. Establishing an independent commission of inquiry is the only way to identify the wrongdoings of individuals and hold them accountable for their misconduct. More importantly, it is the only way to also identify the structural force in our current system so that we can prevent similar cases from happening in the future. Pope Francis has urged Roman Catholics not to yield to fear as he held the traditional Easter vigil in an almost empty St. Peter's Basilica. He stressed the message of hope at Easter when Christians celebrate their belief in the resurrection of Jesus. Do not be afraid. Do not give in to fear. This is a message of hope. It is for us today. These are the words that God repeats to us this very night. Tonight we win a basic right that can never be taken away from us, the right to hope. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The coronavirus outbreak in the United States has become the deadliest in the world. It surpassed Italy to, rec to record just over 20,000 deaths in total. More than 700 people have died in New York City every day for five, run five days running. The governor of New York State, Andrew Cuomo, said the death rate there was stabilizing but at a horrific level. The curve of the increase is continuing to flatten. The number of hospitalizations appears to have hit an apex, and the apex appears to, have, to be a plateau, which is what many of the models predicted, that it wasn't going to be a straight up and straight down. It was going to be a straight up. You hit the top number, and then you plateau for a period of time, and that looks like what we are doing. The mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, says all public schools in the city will remain closed for the rest of the academic year. He announced a scheme to distribute almost a quarter of a million computers to expand remote learning schemes. The governors of California, Pennsylvania and Washington have also closed schools during until September. A spokesman for the British Prime Minister says Boris Johnson has told friends that he owes his life to the doctors and nurses who've been treating him for COVID-19. Mr. Johnson was admitted to hospital in London last Sunday after his condition deteriorated and spent three days in the intensive care unit. Here's the BBC's Ben Wright. The implication of what he's saying is that he clearly felt that his life was in some jeopardy. He's obviously very grateful to the team that he's now seemingly on the road to convalescence. But it's going to take some time. I don't think we should expect to see him back in number 10 working at his desk within the next few days. I think it could be weeks before that happens. Number 10 are very reluctant to talk about a time frame when we might see him leave hospital, when we might see him back at his desk. The German president, Frank-Walter Steinmeier, has expressed his hope for a better, kinder society when the pandemic is over. In a rare televised address, Mr. Steinmeier praised people for their patience and solidarity and said he hoped they would not go back to their old ways of looking out only for themselves. After this crisis, we will be a different society. We don't want to be a fearful, distrusting society, but we can be a society with more trust, more consideration and confidence. The virus has no power over this matter. We alone decide. The Swedish Prime Minister Stefan Löfven has admitted his country wasn't properly prepared for the pandemic. Sweden is unusual in allowing restaurants and pubs to remain open as long as hygiene precautions and social distancing are observed. He said most people were heeding the advice but conceded his own government could have done more to contain the outbreak. 
Inte tillräckligt bra och det är nog uppenbart för alla ur många olika It has not been good enough in many different areas and that is evident to everyone. That is why we have adopted a national security strategy that includes perspectives that have to do with everything from water supply to cybersecurity and healthcare. In other news, a former army officer convicted of killing Bangladesh's independence leader has been executed. Abdul Majed was hanged in Dhaka's central jail after his appeal for presidential clemency was rejected earlier this week. Here's the BBC's Narish Kaushik. The assassination of Sheikh Mujibur Rahman in August 1975 shocked Bangladesh and the world. Mr. Rahman, who was the father of the current Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina, was killed in a military coup just four years after the country's independence from Pakistan. In 1998, Abdul Majid was sentenced to death for the murder, along with a dozen other army officers. But he had been on the run for nearly 25 years, reported to be living in India, and only returned home a month ago. He was arrested on Tuesday, and within days he was hanged. Sport, the former Argentine rugby star Agustin Pichot, has announced he's running for the post of chairman of World Rugby. Pichot, who is the organization's vice chairman, will challenge the former England international Bill Beaumont, who is seeking a second four-year term. It comes at a time of financial difficulties for the sport due to the coronavirus pandemic, which has brought games to a halt. If elected, Pichot will be the first world rugby chairman from outside Europe. To end the news, our top stories once again. The financial secretary says Hong Kong's deficit could swell well above a quarter of a trillion dollars this year. The health chief urges Hong Kong people not to leave town during the crisis. And there's a message of hope from Pope Francis as Christians celebrate Easter in lockdown. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Morning has broken. Like the first morning Blackbird has spoken Like the first bird Praise for the singing Praise for the morning Praise for the springing Fresh from The rain's new fall, sunlit from heaven, like the first dew fall on the first grass. Praise for the sweetness of the red garden, sprung
Mine is the sunlight, mine is the morning, born of the one life, Eden saw play. Praise with elation, praise every morning, God's recreation of the new. Sunday afternoon session for the 12th of April 2020. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through until four. No quirky stories, no birthday file today, no this day in history. Just taking it easy. Great tunes between now and four, and of course, playing your request. Do it, do it. 